your eyes to the skies. It's time for Spaced Out on 95 PFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium. Hello, Earth to Stardome. Kia ora. How's it going? Cool. Oh, we're pretty good. We're pretty good. We're not too bad. How's things in your on your planet? Yeah, no, we're, we're doing good here at Stardome. We... Um, we uh, have got some really good news today about our telescope dome, and we uh, hope to be announcing a reopening of it next week. Ooh. So, very, very good news. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just getting the perfect level for this song. Do you know this album, "I Hear a New World" by Joe Meek? No, I'm just it's, listening. It's a weird album. Very weird. He's a weird person. <laughs> is, is, is this a space-themed um, album? Yeah, it's his idea. He was a producer. Um, once Upon a Time produced some very weird stuff but he made his own album called I Hear a New World about what he thought music might sound like in space I think he was wrong but um, <laughs> I love that idea though he never found out because he shot his landlord dead and then uh, killed himself uh, this was in oh, the gosh. this was many years ago so we can kind of look back on it nostalgically now instead of just a, um, sorry sorry telescope tell <laughs> us more What's go- so how long has this been out of action and what has happened to it um, yeah, no, so this, this, we, unfortunately, we had, uh, the copper dome was stolen last year. It was, uh, what? kind of haphazardly ripped off, which, yeah, made headlines around Auckland. Um, but yeah, it caused a lot of damage, and we've only just been able to actually get it repaired. Um, and it looks really amazing, it's really beautiful, and we hope to know the opening date again, um, next week at some point. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah, it's very exciting. We've been kind of, you know, really keen to get it get it open again and have the public come through and see the big telescope. Let me ask you, have you electrified it uh, this time so that anyone who comes near it could uh, <laughs> goes flying? Yeah, big, big electric fences. We do have security now, so uh, anyone listening, please don't try and steal it again. <laughs> or try it, film it, um, <laughs> turn it. Yeah, or do try it, yeah, and yeah. it'll be on some webcam somewhere. Exactly. Uh, sorry, I tend to say some very stupid things, but I'd like to get serious now and talk about volcanoes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we had um, a kind of a volcanic story uh, from last week, which was from the the Juno spacecraft, which is currently orbiting Jupiter. Um, and it, yeah, conducted a really close flyby, and it took you know some more amazing images. But um, one of the photos shows a volcano erupting on Io, which is just such an incredibly you know otherworldly thing to see, um, and the images are just stunning. That's so wild, and that people can obviously jump on your either your socials or your website, is it? to see them yeah we've got the photos up in our instagram and it's they're, they're honestly just really incredible to see so much you know clarity and detail and yeah you know something that's so far away and to see a you know literal volcano erupting on another world it's, it's just amazing yeah that is so wild isn't it like the kind of things we can see that it's taking us a while do you ever look at these things from um way away and think like take a minute to realize that they're actually real things yeah, I, I think when you know when you actually look through a telescope, you have this kind of profound moment where you know you see Jupiter and you see the little dots next to it, you know, with your eye, and those are the moons. And you also imagine, you know, humans built a spacecraft that's going around that planet and it's flying past that little moon, and now I can see, you know, clear images of that moon. It's it's quite profound, and um, yeah, I, I think it's such a beautiful thing when you kind of connect those two things. Yeah, kudos to somebody. Honestly, sometimes I think. Um, I should have stayed in school, but um, <laughs> but then you know um, everyone's got their story. Um, I may never go to space, but I can come and look at space um, exactly, yeah, very soon, thanks to you. 
Um, that's so cool about um, those photographs. I mean, that is it is always so exciting. I mean, there's, people don't like to prioritize um, space photography as a main story of the day, but they should. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's that's exciting. Um, now, tell us what else is going on. There's a little bit of uh, there's some kind of future news and some bad news. Yes, yeah, so we've um, we've got more moon news. It seems like we've got something going off to the moon every week at this point. Um, but yeah, following uh, the kind of failure that we had a few months ago of the American lunar lander, um, we've got the next one, which is launching tomorrow, and that hopes to land um, later next week. Uh-huh. Um, and that's taking a whole bunch of payloads for NASA again. So I think they do have a lot of uh, a lot of hope resting on this mission actually being successful following the failures. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I really do hope that it actually does land this time as, as opposed to the last one. What do you think they're taking? Um, so this one, it's basically NASA is contracting private companies to take payloads to the moon for them. Right. Um, so a lot of these payloads, it's giving them information where they're basically landing where they want to take astronauts. So when they huh. are landing, they're going to be taking uh, payloads which are going to be learning about you know the environment, about you know how the engines interact with the lunar dust, about... Uh, the angle of the Earth and the Sun from these specific locations, um, and that's going to kind of inform NASA's future land missions, uh, lunar landing missions with humans in a few years. Hmm. Um, so there is a quite a lot landing on it, and um, I'm sure that NASA's probably a bit nervous just following that previous yeah. failure. I, um, you, I thought you were kind of going to say they're taking a bunch of sleeping bags and tents and like kind of. Um, <laughs> canned spaghetti for people but it's a bit more complex than that i'm sure some, fro- yeah, it's, some it's frozen much more complex frozen billionaires maybe um yeah, yeah. Well, sure much, yeah. I'm inter- <laughs> maybe even the unfrozen ones um what um so tell us uh, okay so we'll find out more about that how that's going to go that's happening next week hey yeah, so the launch is tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Um, I'm sure the launch launches usually are all good. Um, but the actual landing, I think, is Tuesday, probably fri- uh, Friday, I think, actually, our time next week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we should know by the next space day in a few weeks if they've actually made it. So is it fingers crossed for that one. Is it, is it sort of um, takeoff that's kind of fun to watch and you can stream and... Yeah, NASA streams all their launches, so that'll be less live streamed on their YouTube. Yeah. Um, I, my personal recommendation is if it's a nighttime launch in America, um, I often don't bother. They're quite boring. You don't really see much. But daytime launches, really cool, and I always, okay. I always watch them. <laughs> all right. Hot tip. Um, I, I um, wonder now if you could tell us we're having some trouble hearing back from Voyager 1. Yeah, this, so this is a... Um, this is NASA's, one of NASA's longest-running missions, which is the Voyager 1 spacecraft that launched, uh, I think, 46 years ago, and it's still Whoa. a working spacecraft. It's still talking, well, for the moment, to Earth. Um, but this was part of the Voyager program, and it's, um, it's the most distant man-made object in space. It's something like 24 billion kilometres from Earth. Um, and it's one of those missions that, you know, people have grown up with, and it's always been there, and there's a lot of affection towards the Voyager missions. Um, but they've had a lot of trouble with that spacecraft recently. They did have a few tr- a bit of trouble a few months ago. Yeah. Um, and they're having trouble again actually getting in contact with the spacecraft, and they're not quite sure what the issue is. They're, they're really struggling, and I, there's a few JPL engineers who have said that it's, it's not looking great, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, it might spell the end for this, you know, really long-lived and iconic mission, which would be a real shame. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, I guess we'll find out soon whether they whether they were just having a little rest or if they're coming back for if they're gone for good. 
Yeah, and I, I like to think that, you know, I, NASA is so good at, you know, fixing problems, and there's been so many missions where, you know, something goes wrong, but they've always come up with these incredible solutions. So I'd like to think that they can. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as we saw, like, last week with uh, the Ingenuity helicopter, you know, we just had that mission end quite sadly. Um, so sometimes, yeah, these things just happen. Sometimes the missions just have to end, unfortunately. Yeah. My advice would be, and this is unsolicited advice, but um, sending a sort of crack team of um, American military types uh, led by Sigourney Weaver to this uh, craft and to kind of just wander on um, and see if anything has gone badly wrong and um, hopefully nothing's gone wrong. Um, hopefully they haven't <laughs> been taken over by... You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you just never know. But it'll be worth finding <laughs> yeah, out. Maybe it's been picked up by some alien spacecraft. Exactly. You, yeah, you're, picking, you're getting what I'm putting down. Yeah, um, yeah thank you so much. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be like a meta meta um, version of what's that? Um, Galaxy Quest. Oh, what a fan! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, I feel like I've talked a lot of rubbish today, but I think you have talked some um, brilliance. So thank you. I always enjoy our chats and hearing about what's happening beyond our um, atmosphere. Yes. Yeah, everything's above the atmosphere. Mm. I feel like I am at the moment too. I'm so sorry. Um, but we've got some pretty exciting stuff happening here. We're, we're um, chopping Tom's hair off. So, um, yeah, we, we best get going and play some novelty songs about haircuts and yeah, keep I'll, fundraising. I'll Thank you so much. So keep us posted. We'll be chatting again hopefully next week and we'll find out what the um, – maybe we can have a, uh, an update on the date that you can we can come and telescopize again. Yeah, hopefully. I'll, um, yeah, I'll speak to you in a few weeks. All right. Catch you. Thank All you right. so Kaki much. Te. Bye. Kaki te. Control, we are docked. That was spaced out on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.